Tonight's episode is brought to you by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you're located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at ICChiller at att.net. That's I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. On this yeah. episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. I think I'm going to pay nothing for that. We talk about the future of gaming and gaming in the past. Mm. Hey, I made it big, guys. So now I'm going to sell. Tell that dog to shut up. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to episode 104 of the DDG Podcast. I'm Clinton Stanley, and I'm here with... Big, big, extra big, getting smaller, Ryan. Yeah, woof, woof. And... The Huntsman 420. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> what is up, Hunter? It's good to have you back after two weeks. What, two weeks? Two weeks you was yeah, gone? Yeah, man. It's man. been crazy. Yeah. Hunter's battling illnesses, fighting off, yeah. fighting off uh, robbers, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, it wasn't it wasn't just me. I, I was sick for the first half of February, but then my wife was sick the second half. And mm-hmm. Um, I actually had COVID the first part of the month, and yeah. we thought Natalie had the same, and it turned out being something else. So she's fine now; she's recovered. Um, but yeah, it was scary. I mean, you know, you you always think, well, we're young enough; we'll be all right. Like, and I, I never, I, I never thought anything else than that. I knew we were going to be okay, but there's those, you know, times where it's really rough and. You think, uh, this is a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. And then if your <laughs> friends like if your friends like me and Ryan, the night that he was on the podcast where he's talking about he's sick and had diarrhea and we made fun of him, that's when he had Yeah. Diarrhea. I don't even think that was a podcast. We was we were playing afterwards, I think. Oh, is that what it was? We're, was- we're, well I think it was a it was either a podcast night or not, but I know when I said that it was uh I know we was doing was, something because you got made fun we were, of pretty good. We were streaming, uh, I think we were playing Warfare, and I was like, guys, I'm not feeling good tonight. <laughs> like, I need to go. Oh, yeah. I need to go lay down. You guys were like, come on, man. Just yeah. like one more it, game. And that was Warfare. Out, <laughs> it I, was. I figured, it? Out, I figured out, like, two days later that I had COVID, so. <laughs> you just giving me all this crap. Like That's all right. I don't regret it one bit, though. Cause as a, yeah, as I don't a, care if you have COVID or the flu or the common cold or whatever yeah, it is. I'm as a, good, as a good friend, as a guy, yeah, we're going to. We're going to run you into the dirt until you're near death. Then we may jump in and save you. Yeah, yeah. probably not, though, because if you die of, you know, of uh, COVID, then there's nothing we can do, really. I mean, we can't like jump in and just save gotta you. Let it's it just run its course. Yeah, yeah. it just mm-hmm. is what it is. Yeah. Man. Just have to accept your fate. But hey, yeah. m- moving on from the morbid into <laughs> into tonight's episode, we've got. Gaming news, like some stuff really shuffled this this past week. So we're gonna really? talk about that. The deck has been shuffled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exciting. Think, things have changed, you know. Um, yeah, and then I don't know what Hunter's bringing, but I trust that it's gonna be the best 
of, right. of, of anything in entertainment. Sponsored by PlayStation. He's bringing gaming news. What do you mean you don't know what he's bringing? Oh, I thought he was bringing entertainment. Oh, he always brings entertainment. <laughs> Look at his face. Yeah. On Rocket League, my, my tag is the entertainer. So you guys oh. just get ready. Oh, you, cha- you changed it, huh? Mm-hmm. You got a whole new tag. Yeah, you guys haven't played with me recently, but I'm pretty no. good now. He's a, he's a Rocket League snob now. Clint, he survived COVID. You don't just not change your name after that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's a big thing. Why not Survivor? I don't know. The code. Actually, yeah. I actually didn't survive COVID. That's why I changed my name. Oh, uh, that okay. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Change your whole mindset. Just think about that for a second, guys. I already did. He was born again again. That's where my mind went. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Huh? And Ryan's bringing in some stuff that's free this month. If you're paying a subscription. <laughs> I love it. That's my favorite delivery of that so far. I really like that. Yeah. Like the, if you guys are watching live, the look on, on his face. I mean, if you're listening and you're not even able to see it in person, mm-hmm. the look when he delivered the way he delivered that was perfect. It definitely added a whole another two or three notches to what he just said. Oh, thank so you. That was, yeah. that was good. Well, it's one of those things you realize like, hey, we had this idea. We're going to do this freebie farm thing. Yeah. You yeah. know, we're cheap dads. It's going to be free. And then we found out there's really not much in the world that's free, even when it comes to video games. Yeah, there, very there, few. There's some kind of hook there, you know. Always. I mean, we could, do the, we could do the free section. You go the free for everyone, and that's the non-subscription. And there are always a few, but it's two or three. Yeah, it's not it's not show worthy. So if we wanted to change that and say, hey, let's go into kind of an in-depth discussion of these three or four, we could do something like that. Why don't you guys let us know if you prefer that? We just started thinking, well, a lot of you guys probably have these basic subscriptions, at least yeah, one more than of them. Likely. Right. So yeah, if you're a serious gamer. Or if you're tuning into a podcast about gaming, there's likelihood of some kind of yeah. gaming subscription. Exactly. Somewhere. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Even but, if you're broken, only play once a week, you probably pay for something you shouldn't be. It's yeah. just the way it goes. Or we could just do free Java games, you know, yeah. what's out there on the net. Okay, well, I'm, I'm still I'm still riffing on this. Hold on a second. Okay, my mind just ima- my mind just imagined the scenario where the guy that plays once a week, maybe he plays sometimes twice a week, mm-hmm. and you know his wife every month the fifteen dollar thing goes through. She's like, "Really, babe? You know, do we even need this? You don't even really get to play very often." And mm-hmm. it's always that answer. I'm gonna start playing again soon. I'm just yep. been real busy. I'm yep. gonna play more, so I don't want to cancel. Like you can't cancel and restart. Like yep. somehow that's doesn't work. That's yeah. me and War- that's me and World of Warcraft, dude. It's like, uh, well, you know, he's still waiting there on that hill. Yeah. Waiting to get right. reactivated. And if you if you shut him off, I'll have to get the card out and actually mm-hmm. do a payment that day when I get on. So let's just keep right. it going. Every- like it changes anything. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. And usually nowadays, they'll just keep your card number, too. So like yeah. on Steam, yeah. when I buy something, it, they don't even need to put my card in hardly. Just the little security kit. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that time that I got hacked by uh, PlayStation, someone hacked me and just started buying tons of games. Nice. I was like, oh, I'm never going to save my credit card information, my debit card information. Never going to save it on there again. Learn my lesson. Guess what? Debit card right saved. Back. Yeah, right back on there. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Still there. I'm the same way. Click that save on my on my passwords and everything. I don't want to put that stuff in. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happens is it oh, goes man. like six months and then it's boom. We need your password. And then here we are all trying to have a game night and, and we can't remember yeah. our passwords. Dang, I knew I should have wrote that down somewhere. <laughs> That's, remember that app I told you about? Don't say it on here. Oh, but that, that app I told you about—that's what it needs to be for everything. Yeah. Now that would work. Yeah, that would be good. 
I know well, you guys are excited about that. It'll be coming in 16 years. You'll see. Mm-hmm. 16 years. 16. Yeah, here's just how long it takes dads to execute anything. So it's yeah. normal. Well, time is relative, right? So yeah, I li- I was listening to an audiobook about time, and now I'm just like, well, what's real? Yep. You know. Yep. Just oh, I love it. DMT city. Clint, you can't quantum do that. Physics. The, it's quantum physics. I'm, I'm the only guy that goes into those kind of rabbit holes. You're not well, allowed it was, to go it there. Was a, it was a quantum physics audio book, and he starts yeah. talking about... Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get into it because it's a gaming podcast, and we just yeah. start just going into straight crazy I ideas. Right? Plenty of our listeners right now are going, just get into it. We're not going to, guys. Right. I know we're all, we're all geek out on that kind of stuff from time Well, to time. eventually, we need to start an a, a, a extra content section for a subscription or something, and then there we can go. have... You know, just just, yeah, this full discussion, a whole nother podcast, almost of just discussion on stuff. You know, and people oh, can yeah. just request. Hey, you guys started to talk about this the other day. Why don't we do a? Why mm-hmm. don't you guys put some of that out? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh yeah, we're only in chapter two, and he's already talking about like, if you zoom out like a microscope and look at the Earth, there's really no past, present, or future. And it's just get right. it's getting wild. It's getting wild. But anyway, we're not going to go there. We're going to talk right. about zooming out and looking at the world of Valheim. Or Valheim. Or Valheim. Which is it, I guys? Think I think it's Valheim. Yeah, I think Valheim sounds better. Yeah, Valheim. But I'm, I've been I'm, calling it Valheim, so. Yeah, it's because we're country. Well, I, uh, the only reason I said I think it's Valheim because I wanted to see if anybody caught the fact that a little while ago I committed to Valheim when I was talking to Hunter. Uh, okay. so. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> well, I think, I think it might be Heim, though, because there's Mike Moreheim, who used to own Blizzard. And then there's stuff on their things. They're like Stormheim, uh, Heimheim, you know, the Hymenator, Heimeheim, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just go with that. Valheim! Because, it, because a guy works for Blizzard, it's Valheim. Well, yeah. no, it's just they usually like the their Viking stuff. The well, I've heard them pronounce it Heim. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft. Yeah. But then we hear the people actually say Ubisoft, and it's like, why right. after 15 years am I just now hearing this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's all Don and on me. It's fine. Relative, baby. Relative. It's relative. Exactly. <laughs> it's completely relative. Uh, but let's talk about this game, guys. We got into it, and we told you last week, me and Ryan gave you a little sliver that we was playing this new survival game called Valheim. And I think we yep. probably called it Valheim on that episode. I can uh, tell you right off the bat. You know, an opinion of a game like this is definitely relative. Oh, yeah, for sure. All about the relativity of a okay, good game. Okay, guys, we'll talk about this later. Come on now. Oh, you don't want to talk about it right now? No, 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 no we can talk about Valheim, but oh, the, okay. the relativity of time. We weren't talking about time. We were talking about the game. Okay. Yeah. Time and relative. space of Valheim, which is What's relative to the Vikings. I'm having fun. Let's start with that. Are okay. you guys having fun? Oh man, I've been, uh, I'm working overload right now this week and I'm just like, Oh, I want to be playing Valheim instead of doing this crap. I want, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's been on my, especially I took off last week or last mm-hmm. weekend to go to state to watch my uh, nephew win state, baby state champ, 138 pounds. I know he probably doesn't Senior listen year. to the podcast, but congratulations, buddy. Wow. Just sell us down the river. Why don't you, you Judas? Well, he's a kid. It's a delirious dad's podcast. Yeah. He's a young kid. Uh, you know what I mean? So he probably saying? listens to make us feel good and says he listens. You know, it's like the cliff notes. He clips through it. So you guys talked about this and this, but he didn't really <laughs> sit there and listen. <laughs> so he did that. I got really trashed 
Friday night, six Saturday morning, puking oh, no. my guts out. Yep. You talk yeah. about wanting time not to exist. That's mm. that was rough. Yeah. And during that um, whole thing, you're sitting here thinking, sure would have been a better weekend. That I just played some Valheim instead of getting drunk. Not skip the rest. What we're talking about is we were just talking about how we say we'll never subscribe again and put our bank information and then we do it. It's the same thing with drinking. I remember Mm -hmm. in in my college party years, just like drinking and then being hunched over and like, God, I'll never do this again. If you just get me through this, let (laughs) me go to sleep peacefully right now with this go away and I'll never touch it again. And then next weekend... Same there, thing. There you are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just like, dang, it ruined, ruined, ruined your whole day. Mikhail, Mikhail was pissed. I bet she was. <laughs> all Saturday. I all that. Just, was just not happy. I text, I, I swung her text and said, hey, is Clinton alive? Just check in on you because I knew you wouldn't be up that early in the morning. Yeah, you but, screwed me. That just made it worse. No. Now that you're, oh, yeah. Now. That was evidence. Oh, Hunter's texting to check on you. He thinks you're dead. What other evidence does she need? <laughs> other than you being toasted. But you, you recovered. You recovered from being toasted. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Finally got a wholesome and seven up after throwing up. And you realize you're still in love with Valheim. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so back into the graphics of this game, we got in. I'm like, hmm. Cutting edge. Yeah, this is Nintendo 64. <laughs> Not that bad. Not that bad, but it was definitely like, what is the art? Like, it's like a little better than WoW. Oh, that of, hurt. Of old. Of, of, of <laughs> 04, maybe. Of 04, maybe. I, did you guys agree? Maybe PlayStation 2 graphics. Uh, it was it's, interesting. Yeah, it's, I would say, well, I mean, in all reality, I would say it's better than like, you know, mm, it's as good as like some of the older like remakes right mm-hmm. like when they remake like an old playstation game and it kind of looks better mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't look older. modern that's yeah. kind of where it's at you know it's somewhere in between um but not not all the graphics guys you know and we're not giving an in-depth review we're giving a initial thoughts that's what this conversation yeah. is. well when and, they, and when, I, when i was looking he was he was he wasn't really in the world yet either so let's oh yeah let's that, specify that wrong. i guess he was like You're in talking- a dark lit area you're talking about when he's standing next to the yeah, fire just and, the like, character. Yeah, and yeah. you have a total a total character choice list of four things yes yeah. and you're looking at him and you're like oh so everybody's gonna look exactly the same exactly. yeah that's the game it's just what it is i can have and red that, blonde or brown hair oh right. black and then i you guess can, you can throw black you in can, there yeah and then you can blondize any of those colors which makes absolutely no sense if somehow it still does it <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know or whatever it says blondness right there's a color blondness. choice Honest choice. Blonde eyes. That's a new word. You made yeah. that up. Uh, but yeah, that was scary, you know. But once you got into the game, you're kind of like, oh, this is all right. It, it's what makes it good, even though the graphics are bad. And I won't talk about all of it. But my the first thing that made the graphics good, even though they're not super realistic, is the environment. Just simply put, the environment just on a small scale, the grass in front of you, the trees that you're running around uh, are moving in the wind and doing things that old games didn't used to do. Right. Yeah. So Especially instantly those trees, they really get to swim with the swarm. There's details. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a, it's not a, a cheaply done engine. It's just kind of cartoony, non-detailed graphics, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So those on kinda, purpose, you find out later yeah. it's more on purpose. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's more to the graphics we'll talk about as we go. But yeah, I mean, starting off for me, I, I, we jumped right in. We did a bunch of voices. We did a four hour uh, live stream and found out that Clint had me and Hunter muted and it was talking in these weird voices to himself the whole time. So we're mm-hmm. all for nothing. Um, that was but it's probably, probably made for a pretty entertaining video for highlight reel later. So yes, it's not, it's not all lost, you know. And mind uh, you, the whole most of the video, Clinton was just building a a fence. A fence, yes. Fence so, worker yes. Clint over here. It's not like he was battling monsters or anything. He was literally talking to himself while he was building a fence. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> and after doing all that work to build the fence, we had a, a viewer come in the next time we played and showed us that we were just dumb. <laughs> He had some yeah. good, some good offensive names that I said out loud on stream and then realized, Oh yeah, yeah. that's what that means. Yeah. It was good. He was yeah. fun though. He, he was fun to play with. He was, he was good. Uh, and we don't want to take too many of the details of all what you can do, because if you yeah. haven't played, that's mm-hmm. part of the fun. Uh, you know, whether, right. so I you know it's a new enough game. A lot of people are thinking about playing. Um, so we don't want to tell you exactly uh, you know, when you run into this, this will make it a lot easier for you because that's part of a survival game. Right. It doesn't have best directions, and that's all kind of part of the learning thing. But it, this, in the simple line of things, I think they did a they did a good job of what balancing enemies early on. They weren't mm-hmm. too strong. Balancing things that you can find uh, to eat, even though you don't know how to cook yet. I thought that was good. Yeah. Because right? you got, and then you learn that you know if you eat more, things are improved and whatnot later. But in the beginning, there's just enough. That you could die if you're dumb, you know what I mean. If you just really go get a bunch of enemies on you or something like that, but Which it's we definitely did, we did pretty for, early in the game. Yeah, I think. <laughs> but but it's also set up to where you could easily not do that. Yeah, and be fine. Now um, the game is set up so you guys can understand how it works. Uh, the game is set up as a. Uh, I guess you do like private servers. Um, is how it's set up, and so you. Um, you can do up to 10 players on the server, including yourself, and it uses your IP address as the server, if that, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So the catch to that is if you're making it, make sure you're on with someone that's going to be able to turn it on for you because you can't get back on that server if your friend's not on the game. Mm-hmm. So like, for yeah. instance, I started uh, Delirion server with them, um, and then... Whenever I wasn't on, they couldn't get on. Or if I got off, it would kick them off the server immediately. Mm-hmm. So um, hopefully they end up doing like some dedicated servers to help with that. But yeah. each server has its own password um, mm-hmm. that you make each time you go in, you have to set a new password. So that's a little different. Um, but it works pretty smooth. Yeah, and there's a work to that too. Like, why is there a password? It's right. kind of there because you, you can't, you can't um, not put a password on, right? Mm-hmm. I understand. Hey, let's put a password because while Clint is on, anybody could join in, right? And if they just found come wreck my house or steal stuff, right. or yeah. you can make your you can make your server not community. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a little button there that you click to make it community. So if you didn't make it community, what do you need a password for? So there's right. some things there that are kind of like I don't understand. They don't, right. they don't make sense. But and that, and that's probably cool. more so they just they're an independent company. I think they're mm-hmm. from Sweden, so mm-hmm. I don't think they plan on it being obviously a, a 4 million, probably more players now, um, a hit like it's been. And so I think at the time they were like, well, this will just be fun for some people that want to do mm-hmm. 10 players on an RPG server. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it doesn't play like Daisy or Rust. Uh, it's not super hardcore survival. 
but it mm-hmm. does, like Ryan and Hunter said, it's got those survival Aspect. aspects to it. I'll talk a little bit about that later in the news. Yeah, yeah. They have uh, graylings, what they call grayling dwarfs or something like that. Mm-hmm. Little dudes with glowing blue eyes and glowing orange eyes. We kind of made fun of it at first on the um, on the intro, not the intro, but the I guess it'd be like the the home screen because you can see like these little eyes looking at you, and we're like, oh, look at that. But it turns out they're very effective because yeah. when you see it them covers. at night, yeah, when you see them at night, you know, six pairs of glowing blue eyes coming through the forest at you. Yeah, all of a sudden it gets a little spooky, even though, you know, it's not amazing graphics. So, right, yeah, uh, and, and the way they, the way that the creatures, they interact one, but they're not, con- they're not consistent, right? Like if it's like, hey, we know that if you cross this much, you know how some games are, you cross this much land, there's going to be one or two of these creatures, two or three of these creatures. Mm-hmm. That's not really how the game is. Until you learn the map, right? But while you're learning the map, you're going to come to a, you've had one little gray dwarf or whatever it's called. It's called a gray dwarf, right? Yeah. And then that's what they're called. Uh, gray yeah. Dwarf. You got one gray dwarf. And all of a sudden you got a, uh, maybe you run into two gray dwarfs. But then if you go to the wrong spot, there's 10 of them and three of them are like giant gray dwarfs and king gray dwarfs. <laughs> yeah, like an elite. yeah. And it's like, what the freak just happened? It, so it is, it is, um, I like the, the spawn layout. So, mm-hmm. Like that makes the map interesting. It makes it kind of lulls you to sleep and then whammies you right in the face with way too far. You're going to die if you don't move. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That seems simple, right? But a lot of games that are open world are kind of, you know, repetitive or there's zones to go into, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a, like, it's very clear that when I, there's zones on this game too, but just for example, like Borderlands, right? You know that when you go to like a hideout, or whatever they call that little areas where the, where there's, you know, they're, they get, they got a little fenced off area. Mm-hmm. There, all the guys are in there and there's buildings or whatever, you know, that mm-hmm. that's where they're going to be. And it's going to be a harder area to fight because a mission sending you there. This is just because it's so open world more. It's not like so mission driven yeah. there, and there is no like, Hey, you're going into this certain thing and it's, you know, unless you're running a dungeon. Right. But in the regular right. world, it just, you're just trucking along. Yeah. Next thing you know, it's all bad. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, yeah. And I like that. It, it adds a different dynamic to it. <laughs> For sure. Um, and then I like too that they uh they'll leave an area to come after you. So if these gray dwarfs, say you're in the the black forest, which was one of the first areas you go to, mm-hmm. they will chase you into the meadow area. They're not gonna quit chasing you. There they will no... chase you forever. Yeah. Now the, I have now... not I have not discovered a way to not be chased. <laughs> By the great <laughs> right, I'd be like, Oh, they're on me. Where? Oh, I'm coming to you guys. You'll see them in just a minute. And here he comes, just three gray dwarfs on and they, and they don't, they don't all react the same, right? Because a gray dwarf, you run into your house, um, they're out there, they're going to be yeah. out there when you get out. That's just, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just, unless it's a, uh, a raid or something, they come and go because of the raid. But if they followed you there, then it seems like they're just there till you kill them. Mm-hmm. But we, me and my daughter were playing, and we ran into a skeleton. She panicked and ran back to the house. I was naked because I had just died by a bunch of gray dwarfs. So I <laughs> so it was all that. Yeah, I hit him a couple times. I ran back to the house. We kind of geared up with what we had in our boxes because I didn't have my good gear that was out there. And we went out and he was gone, which was he completely different. Yeah. Then and he, it wasn't very long that he was that I was inside the house. And so 
that, you know, we haven't gone very far in this game, but to me, just being the fact that there's a difference right there, just because he's a different kind of character means we're going to be seeing more and more of that kind of stuff as the game. Probably all interact differently. Mm -hmm. It's even in the animals that you hunt too. They act differently. So Mm -hmm. yeah, the speed in which they move Mm -hmm. uh, is Mm -hmm. completely different. The way their attack range is very different. Um, so yeah, it's not like different skins on a bunch of the same animated predetermined paths, like some of those kind of open world games are some of the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, indie kind of open world games tend to be. Yeah, yeah. These, there's a lot of variation in these, in the creatures actions, not just in their look, but in the way they fight and all that. And, and it makes it, makes it fun for sure. I think overall it's an accessible role-playing game. It hits all the survival role-playing game aspects. But then, like guys who aren't as much role players, like Ryan or Hunter, they can get into it and actually yeah. become immersed too, and not mm-hmm. feel so kind of forced into it. I guess I'm a sucker for it because I really love uh, Greek and Nordic mythology. Some of those, um, I love the storytelling of those mm-hmm. cultures, mm-hmm. and um, you know, hence God of War. I love God of War because of you know the Spartan mm-hmm. and then the, you know all that stuff. But uh, because it takes place in that era, and then also, I, I would just say, without going into any detail, I think this is my favorite survival game I've played so far. Um, yeah. Just because it is a little bit more lighthearted, and you can focus on things, you know, in mm-hmm. the world without having to constantly worry about. Like DayZ, man, I I, li- I do like that game, and I give it a chance, but it is so intense. And if you're not into the intensity of it, mm-hmm. you're not gonna like it because it's just like. I can get on there like the other day uh, Clinton was on there and I was going to surprise him and jump on and try to find them. And it took me an hour and a half <laughs> to get to them. Not because I couldn't find them because I died twice. Trying to get to got killed by somebody. Tw- the second time I uh, just got dehydrated and died on the way to the, you know, cause there was nothing you could find. And then the third time I made it to the camp and I couldn't get my mic to work and Clinton just axed me in the head. So it's like, <laughs> there's not, not like, um, well, and if you guys if you guys are Daisy players, uh, we we understand and have just now started dabbling on the private servers, right? Mm-hmm. Some of those allow you to drop in where you want to, and everything's right. like that. But we're talking about the, just the regular raw game, the OG. Yeah, the OG, yeah it's yeah. a very punishing, and yeah, this game's not quite as punishing. Exactly, it has some punishing moments, more. but yeah, I think it's got some freedom. It, it still makes you feel like you're you're the one making your character survive but it also doesn't like why don't you roll into the part that you were going to talk about because we're kind of touching on it right here yeah Yeah. for sure well i am going to talk about valheim tonight Elheim, whatever you want to call it. We've been talking about how to pronounce it forever. Um, but this this article on uh, uh, GameSpot talks about exactly what we're talking about in that uh, it is a survival game, but it's not like super uh, crazy, kind of like Daisy or those other ones. But um, it says Valheim uh, forgoes the brutal difficulty uh, often found in survival games. Um, and it's a lot better for it. Valheim's uh, record-breaking success isn't too surprising, even if you ignore outside elements like the current global pandemic. 
and the game is relatively low price point. There's an obvious appetite for survival games on PC, as evidenced by the likes of Rust and Ark. Um, uh, butting heads on Steam, most played. Uh, sorry, uh, Rust and Ark are butting heads on Steam's most played lists. So that's what they're trying to say: is that survival mm-hmm. games are very popular right now. Mm-hmm. Get Valheim uh, also p- appeals to people like me who aren't particularly fond of the game or of the genre. There are a number of reasons for this, but the chief uh, among them is the fact that Valheim plays down all of the restrictive survival aspects that uh, form the foundations of similar games. Mm-hmm. The first structure, um, oh, the first structure, my friends, this, this is a guy typing the article, not me. Mm-hmm. The first structural, a structure that my friends and I built in Valheim was now, uh, has now become known as our house, our home base. In keeping with the game's Viking theme, it's uh, vaguely uh, reminiscent of a Nord's longhouse, um, mm. complete with mead and a drinking table. Colorful banners and trophies of the monsters we've slain adorn its wooden walls and the outside courtyard. Um, features a smelter of refining precious ores and kiln for pro- uh, producing the coal, the coal that powers it. Each person has their own bedroom. I don't know why he's going into all this. But, um, Basically, what he's trying to say is they've been very, I'm going to summarize it a little bit. They've been very creative with this building structure, mm-hmm. and they didn't really have to um, pay a ton of attention to their food while they're doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they're able to focus so much on this really cool structure in the game because they didn't have to constantly in like in other games drink water eat food sit by the fire you know yeah. all those things yeah it is an aspect in the game no it is a part of it and i don't know how much detail you guys want to go in yeah we can go into that and essentially essentially if you guys are listening the food plays a role when you're fighting and that's kind of what hunter's talking about which is different than most survival games so yes your health does go down to really low when you have no food, but it'll never go to dead. So you can not waste your food while building as long as you know you're safe and there's not a raid happening. Mm-hmm. And then if you hear some raid music or something like that, eat up, let your health come up and then watch your food as you're fighting because fighting does use up your energy and you need the food. Problem is if you were to get into a fight and not have food on you, your mm-hmm. health is so low, you die super quick. Mm-hmm. So food does still affect the fact that you can die and essentially not having food will kill you. Yeah. But not in the same manner that most, uh, you know, kind of extreme survival games right. would, where the actual starvation kills you. This is more like it weakens you, so you die easier. Yeah, uh, right. which is and, an interesting and, way that it plays out. And it's just not—it's not just the health either. It's the stamina bar. So your stamina right. bar when you're when you're well fed will actually be out much longer, have more right. resources to fight with. Yeah. And, and yeah so, like if that, so I guess even if you're exploring, right, it's mm-hmm. good to be. Cool. When you're exploring, you're going to end up fighting, but, but you it does like much longer. Yeah. Along yeah. with staying indoors and around fires to keep yourself warm, that also takes uh, a toll on your um, stamina and things like that's that. True. If you go out in a storm and you get wet, well, that's cold, the same. Your, your guy loses his stamina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then resting. It, you During the game, when you're going out doing something, it'll say you're not rested anymore. Well, if you go into a structured building, uh, around a fire, it'll rest you up, and your stamina bar will grow back again, and stuff like that. So, yeah. not the health. The but health. in a game, in a game like yeah. Daisy, if you get wet and you get cold, you could die. <laughs> you can die. 
Yeah. And in a game like this, you get wet and you get cold and your health just doesn't replenish. Yeah. You can be it's really so cold and eat and your health goes up super, super slow because you're basically your system's not doing well. Mm-hmm. Like kind of the same thing as the food. It's not going to kill you, but it will make you die easier. So it's kind of a, it's still, I think it's well implemented. I think it's, it's like, it's like it, a buff rather than a, yeah, exactly. a buff, yeah. buff rather than a, you're going to eventually run out. Mm-hmm. So they didn't take it all the way away or it wouldn't really be a survival game. Right. It definitely affects the gameplay, right. but it doesn't affect it in the way where it's like, golly, all day, all I'm doing is trying to stay yeah. warm and get and get food. And yeah, then it becomes just a different kind of grind. And it's not, oh, yeah. this game is more about enjoying the build, enjoying right. the exploration and the big open world and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're not saying that you don't need to use those because you will, if you're going to play their game correctly, you're going to have to use those because mm-hmm. of the, the monsters you're going to fight and stuff like that. But you can also do things like they're saying a little bit more roaming, but like Ryan was saying earlier, you got to be careful because this is just an open world and you can stumble across an area that you're probably not supposed to be in until you had advanced a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And so if you're out, gathering wood and then you fumble into that area and you have an eight, then it might be a problem. Yeah. Um, but it, you may, he you said, may be trekking back to get your loot. <laughs> exactly. He said, can anyone argue that <clears throat> constructing our forever home would have been a better experience if we also had to worry about thirst and hunger meters while doing it? This has always been a main sticking point um, with most other survival games. And Valheim removes the prohibit, uh, prohi- prohibitive can't talk tonight prohibitive aspect completely food is still a factor but you're not going to kneel over and die if you haven't eaten for a few in-game hours mm-hmm. instead food provides you with health rather than acting as a ticking clock you can eat up to three good or three food items at any time and the combination of which will determine the size of your health bar and the speed at which generates my diet diet currently consists of cooked fish, sausages, and a slab of deer meat. Um, so he's he's gone all protein. <laughs> um, but food sources are plentiful uh, with berries, mushrooms, and other meat-based treats uh, all available to gather and consume. If you're simply building structures, you don't even need to engage with this system. Eating is something you do before exploring potentially dangerous areas. So in some ways... Uh, the mechanic is more like uh, Breath of the Wild than any other survival game. Okay, I've never thought about that. But that is very true. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how Breath of the Wild acts, you know. Um, well, I mean, there is other games out there that are story games where when you get hit and you hurt yourself, you eat and it puts your health back up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so without going into the rest of that, all that article basically explains is what we had talked about is that it, it is focusing on, you know, letting you explore and things without being so critical of, you know, eating and stuff like that. And I, listen, I'm coming from this guy's perspective, but I don't have a problem with some of those serious ones, but sometimes they get so realistic that they get unrealistic. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Well, it would in my opinion, it wouldn't work in this game, right? This game is so much about the building and there are no really pre-built structures. I mean, mm-hmm. there's little huts, right? I mean, at least that we've come across so far. So in, in some of those survival games where it's like super strict survival, the, the building like DayZ can be optional. You don't really have to build in this game. You do to do anything. You have to build, you have to have, 
and, and it's about building. It's kind of, you know, I compared it to Minecraft when we were talking the other day, but it's, it's a more advanced adult feeling yeah. builder. It's definitely about using your imagination and building, not just for security, right? You build in Daisy and you're mainly building for safety and security. You mm-hmm. build in this and you're admiring what you built. You're stepping back. Right. It's freaking I, sweet. You know I, what I mean? You look at get, the design element. I guess I look at them different, like Rust and DayZ and games like that. You're mm-hmm. kind of dropped into this world of like, hey, you just woke up. There's enemies everywhere, meaning other players, and mm-hmm. you need to survive. Here's your stick. Here's your stone. You know, your whatever. Go do it. Get to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas this game is more like, hey, you've come on to a new earth, a new planet or whatever, mm-hmm. new landmass. Go out and colonate, basically, you know. Right. Yeah, it's very, very different. Yeah. It, it, and it allows you to play however you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if you want to sit there and build, like I played with my seven-year-old daughter. If you guys are kind of wondering what's the age bracket on this game, if your kid is six or seven and has been playing Minecraft, they're going to catch on real quick. Yeah. My, my kid is not a shooter. There's plenty of six or seven-year-olds out there that play shooters already. But if your kid's not and they're more like a Minecraft-only kind of player, or like puzzle games and, you know, portal and things like that. That's kind of my daughter. Uh, just by choice. She's scared of shooters. It's too intense. She gets all overwhelmed. Anyways, this is kind of a good, this is kind of a good transition because yeah. there's fighting. There's moments of intensity. <laughs> she can choose to run and hide in her house if she needs to. But, you know, it's pushing her to go out there and kind of do some things she's not comfortable doing. But right. we can really, if we want to, we could just sit there and spend, we spent three hours playing on Sunday, uh, just building. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and had a blast and lost track of time. And that's kind of what happens in Minecraft, but definitely doesn't usually happen that way in like a game like Rest or Daisy. It's a little, mm-hmm. it's just different. Right. And this is the best way to sum it up. And then I'm done. But this is, this is a quote that they put at the end of the article. I think it's just perfect for what we're talking about. It says Valheim focuses on the genre's most attractive trait instead of trying to replicate a survival experience that only serves to add artificial difficulty and it would detract uh from your uh adventures into the unknown mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I agree with that and the game also just has a uh, great potential to add on you know, oh yeah um they can easily I mean, introduce new characters and new even with what they have we've we've what i mean i, I couldn't even tell you if we've touched two percent of the game no because we've like been so have. we've been so busy role-playing it kind of yeah, like oh we've had that Build we've this had house that by this lake and right. Yeah. We've had that much fun on two percent of the game. Come on, guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's, cool. it's extremely extremely repetitive. This game's got a lot of uh, life in it for sure. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Well that's that's it for that first one. Well, I appreciate it, Hunter, on that. So I got some some juicy stuff tonight. First one being Activision, guys. Um pretty much according to the official Call of Duty blog. If you want to have the latest Call of Duty Warzone update and the full Black Ops Cold War and Modern Warfare package on the, your PS4, you'll have to uninstall content you don't use. It says here, it seems a bit ridiculous that you can't fit all three, or really, uh, you know, two and a half games on an entire console, but they're saying, basically Activision saying, you're not going to be able to fit it on your regular PlayStation 4. The little 500 gigs just isn't enough. Right. Um, so, and of course, you know, Activision treats this as a three three combo deal. You know, it's like, oh, you got more Modern Warfare, you get your Black Ops, and you got Warzone. It's all. Yes, I mean, we're, one we're thing, talking really. about probably three hundred gigs from this one game, right? 
I mean, mm-hmm. and it's not one game, but one, if you play it, you probably have all three. That's what they're saying. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Essentially, you need around 300 gigs or something <laughs> like that. That's just sounds, you know, how big this game Valheim is. Did you guys look when you downloaded it? Mm-mm. You saw how big it is, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a big game. And, and I understand maybe it's all hosted online. It's a gig. The game <laughs> is one gig. How can it have all that content? <laughs> and it's one gig. It's all about them textures and high res textures, I guess. That's just oh, mind blowing. I, I read an article about the how big the Call of Duty game was a while back on our podcast, and and they said that they could probably take quite a bit down if they just went in there and deleted the crap they didn't use. Because what they did is they just went in into the coding when they were making the game for the final cut mm-hmm. and just took that coding out of it, the action. Does that make sense? So it's still there or mm-hmm. whatever. But it's just not being used. So it's files on top of files. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If they just went through and and cleaned that, which I don't know how long that would take, but I may shorten your game quite a bit. I mean, I feel like they're going to have to do something at some point. I mean, it's a little ridiculous. Yeah. It's at the point that they have to tell you, uh, uninstall your PlayStation 4 content. Are you kidding me? (laughs) You know. That's just not um, good optimization. Games off your PS4 except for ours. <laughs> right, pretty much what they're saying. That's so weird. I think you probably, you know, with a PS4, it, it says it's a 500 gig, so you probably have, what, about 400 gigs, something like that? Yeah, maybe, available. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, and, and then even on, I mean, think about, like, the 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 ones with the terabytes, you're only going to get probably what 900 so i mean you're still even if you take up 400 that's almost yeah it's half almost half your game or half your on uh, on your new console so i don't know what they're gonna do it just seems a little ridiculous but it doesn't seem like they're trying to do anything seems like they're just hey <laughs> just push it ahead yeah. just hey make us your one game you play this year yeah they're, they're, <laughs> they're the type of people that are like if you like us enough then you'll deal with it yep mm-hmm. yep and people are yeah, when you're a big dog, I guess you can do that. Well, I mean, so WoW's the same way. WoW's a huge, it's massive. I understand that a lot of it's probably back-end hosted on the servers, right? Yeah, but it's only but, like 90 gigs, though. Right. And it's, but it's, it's, oh, it's guess, so much bigger than, in all reality, if you think about it, it's so much bigger. Yeah. Way bigger than Call of Duty. And it's not like, well, yeah, you know, but Call of Duty has better graphics. Yeah, but okay, Call of Duty has better graphics, but this game has uh, so much depth to it that's not in Call of Duty. Landmass after landmass after landmass. Yeah, yeah, plus just the freaking hugest map ever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'd take a a graphics cut for 100 gigs back. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people would probably. Yeah. It'd probably play a little better too, (laughs) optimization wise. But yeah, I don't know. Hopefully they'll do something eventually. I don't know what they can do, but. Maybe when we get to a point where cloud gaming and hardware can come together and not have a lag, we'll be okay on that end, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, next bit of news here, Anthem Next. Uh, we talked about it last week. Was it last week, Ryan, or the, maybe no. the week before? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the week before whenever Hunter was on. We talked about uh, that EA was going to make a decision on what they want to do with it, uh, mm-hmm. or I should say Bioware. Uh, well, Bioware has announced that it's permanently halting development of Anthem Next. They say here in quotes, 2020 was a year unlike any other, however, <clears throat> and while we continue to make progress against all our game projects at Bioware, 
Working from home during the pandemic has just, has had an impact on our productivity and not everything we have planned as a studio before COVID-19 can be accomplished without putting undue stress on our teams. And this is from the executive producer, Christian Daly. Um, yeah. So EA is the, you know, the main developer uh, of it. So they went into a debate or, or discussions a couple weeks back, mm-hmm. what they're going to do. So they've finally made the decision that they're axing the project. Um, I wouldn't say that it's strictly COVID-19's fault, though. No. I mean, let's be honest, the game didn't... It didn't launch the way it needed to um, when mm-hmm. it initially came out, so you're not going to have a uh, No Man's Sky story for all these games that are unfinished. Just mm-hmm. not going to happen. So, um, it doesn't really surprise me that they canceled it, but I wanted to let you guys know that. That bums me out, man. I love the thought of No Man's Sky, but there's just so much of an empty shell in it right now. Yeah. You know? And I, I, I guess I can't really... I haven't really played it since any of the updates or anything, but... No, no Man's Sky's still going. Oh, okay. Sorry, this I misheard that. Then. This is Anthem. I was just comparing it to No Man's Sky as like... Because No Man's Sky did has done really well. It's like it's made a comeback with the updates and stuff. Yes. So a lot of people are like, hey... They did good. They're adding you know, some meat to it. That's mm-hmm. good. That's, that's so. But yeah. so I was saying, Anthem's like the opposite of that. They did not, not get any work done. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, they've decided just to drop the project altogether. Yep. So it probably means they have other projects that are that they're working on. That's like, hey, we can do better yeah. with this stuff and make make better money profits. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep. Now, Hunter, did you have one more um, that you wanted to do? I do. I do. Okay. Talking about that is if I can find my tab here. There we are. Um, talk, talking about the future of gaming here, guys. Put on my glasses. So Microsoft <clears throat> is or they have revealed um, Mesh. It's called Microsoft Mesh, and it's their next step in the future of mixed reality. So mm-hmm. if you don't understand what I mean by mixed reality, that's called that's like augmented. Mm-hmm. Um, and so augmented reality as opposed to VR is uh, changing your surrounding. So uh, usually when you go on a ride at Universal, that's augmented because it's still in your it's still in your reality, but something's been projected on it to change it. Right. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas opposed to virtual reality is literally something fit over your head and you're in a virtual like a game or or a movie, whatever you want to, right. whatever you're in. So just a little explanation there for AR versus VR. Mm-hmm. Um, but it actually may be also a part of some VR. So it says Mesh provides a new platform for AR and VR developers to create the future of shared remote experiences for work and play. Hmm. Uh, Microsoft has revealed a brand new platform. And um, after I finish this, Clint, we can roll that unless you already started it. But oh, I haven't started it yet. So yeah, we can okay. check it out. Uh, it says Microsoft has revealed a brand new platform for its future of augmented and mixed reality development, and they called it Mesh. Uh, Microsoft Mesh will enable users to truly experience shared virtual spaces with holograms. Mm. At Microsoft Ignite, the un- the company unveiled uh, its vision of the future for HoloLens 2. Okay. Excuse me, and the devices uh, that succeed it. 
where um, users will be able to accompany shared virtual spaces and interact with holograms that are present between users. This means being able to toss a key, for example, from your hand to that of another participant, something which was demonstrated by guest James Cameron, the director of Avatar. Um, and I don't know how to pronounce this. Circuit. I don't know who that is. Some other guy, a co-founder of a company. <laughs> gotcha. It's like French or something. Like <laughs> that's all right. We forgive you. Yeah, sorry. I'm I'm not cultured or like I'm incompetent. So if it, if it was a fancy food name, he'd know. But beyond that, yeah. nope. No, it's not up my alley or in my education. <laughs> mesh mesh looks like an extension um, of the work Microsoft has done with uh, Hololens two. Uh, seeking the, the, to expand its uh, collaborative possibilities that have already been useful in numerous uh, enterprise applications. Uh, for games, however, it still seems rooted in proof of concept, much like the old Minecraft HoloLens demo from E3. Hmm. Microsoft only briefly touched a gaming or touched on gaming with a demo of Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. The game was uh, running. Uh, uh, natively on HoloLens or Mesh, but presented the idea of being able to walk in a park, feed a Pikachu, and engage in training battles uh, within a shared virtual environment. HoloLens 2 remains the uh, expensive and highly uh, socialized tool sold exclusively to entrepreneurs, but Mesh holds the promise of eventually becoming a new standard for collaborative remote work and shared entertainment. This isn't something Microsoft is pitching as a product just yet, but rather a platform for AR and VR and MR developments to start tinkering with the industry's inches as the inter- sorry as the industry inches closer to more mainstream consumer devices. So more mm. of like an engine type thing. Mm-hmm. Apple seems to have a similar idea and suggests that it is also working on its own VR solution that will be similarly priced to Hololens two at over two thousand dollars. Unlike Microsoft's headset, Apple reportedly plans to sell its device to consumers too. Okay. Okay. So, so this HoloLens already existed, and I've never even heard of it. Probably because it's so expensive, and they don't cater to just. Well, it doesn't sound like it's been like mainstream yet, as far as releasing. Right. Yeah. Well, let's take a look at this link that you sent us and see what what we got to look forward to here. Connection is a spark that gives our lives meaning. It drives us to seek out others who feel the same way. Okay, why don't you input the data and we'll take a look together. Hey, Mari, what you got for me? To find those who share our views, yet offer different perspectives. Saw this net. Look over here. Challenge us with new ways of seeing. Deepen our understanding. Some crazy Star Wars stuff, dude. Enrich our lives. Great things happen when we commit to something bigger than ourselves. Take a closer look at it. Place this here. Let's see how we go from there, okay? This sense of collaboration and the feelings of connection it brings excites us. Hey, just in time. Some Tony Stark action. 
I'm gonna move it slightly, okay? It's yours, take it. We have two planes right now on the same trajectory. As we put people first, technology fades into the background and feels like anything but. Aisha, what do you think? I think if we head 330, maintaining 2800, we'll be clear for approach. Excellent. This changes the way we see the world, and in turn, changes the world we see. These numbers are looking great, actually. There's promise in the possibilities, and what we see and create next will stretch the imagination. Good morning, Sarah. Morning. Slowly coming towards the thumb. A world without boundaries. Good job. A lot better than yesterday. Yeah. Wow. Excellent. Slowly bring the A world where technology enhances, not limits, humanity. It's like some Elon Musk stuff right here, baby. Center mm-hmm. and in the spotlight. <laughs> you might, he might be investing in this. The future mm-hmm. is here. And here can be anywhere. Introducing Microsoft Mesh. Hmm. All right, there you go. Very serious. Oh, yeah. I like that it. Super now, cool. Now, do I think it's going to work like that video showed? No. It's probably... It's probably going to be like those avatars they showed at the end. I feel like that's more of the real life example you're going to get. Mm-hmm. But still, step in the right direction. I think mm-hmm. that's awesome. We we we've yeah. been talking about that like uh, of something. There's got to be something, right? Eventually, where you just put on these glasses and boom. You yeah, know. Don't so- mm-hmm. well, well, yeah. You wouldn't. I don't know how that would work. Like they were showing it the 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 helmet or whatever you're wearing the the face piece itself would have to like capture your image well it's, it's capturing happens. yeah so it's going to capture the other person's image and project it onto your screen in your 3d space so i'm I'm betting that the headset works kind of like the vr does where it's there's right. some, something there that's picking up some kind of camera that's scanning right. where you're at and it looks like it's, it's exactly scanning from your helmet somehow because if you notice it's only the front portion of the person being displayed right, exactly. right. uh it's kind of got that look like maybe the helmet itself is scanning the person that's doing things. You so know it almost saying? makes you think it's like a satellite scan, like it shoots the signal to the satellite and something's, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it, it looks neat though. I like it. Makes you hope for the future. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes me think I'm going to be freaking, I'm just going to be that old dude, you know, that's just like, exactly. I got all the technology, but that's I, can't, my hope. I can't hear anything. Right. <laughs> Can't hear anything, can't see anything, but I got all my gadgets. <laughs> yeah, that's my hope. By the by, the time me, all, you know, us three get to that point of old, that we can just go to a new reality. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We can yeah. just we can all slip on our helmets and be in. Yeah, we Valheim, go to know? a Valheim cafe and talk about time being relevant. In there, yeah, like ready <laughs> for one. Problem is, if it ties into like your neural network, like Neuralink with Elon. Yeah, right. So if it does that, then uh, and your neural network's failing with some Alzheimer's or something like that, it probably make your game glitch, right? It make <laughs> make other stuff that happens in that world <laughs> not stuff starts popping up. Dude, yeah, you, you, you start fighting my bad memories, you know, my crazy memories. There you go. That'd be mm-hmm. great. That'd be fun. Man, the future. You gotta love it, guys. Gots to love it. Well, hey, I, I'm I'm hoping that Microsoft is very successful. Or at least successful enough that they're like, hey, let's push in, you know, other companies jump in. Because that's right. mm-hmm. what that ties into. That's kind of like VR. It's at this space where it's kind of like leveled out. I think they got it in a good working spot, but it's kind of like, 
all right, who's going to go ahead and push it? Push mm-hmm, it to the next mm-hmm. level. Um, anyway, yeah, I like that. Very good stuff. Thanks for sharing that, Hunter. The technology man tonight. A little bit jealous. All my stuff's like, oh, well, this happened to you. Uh, Hunter's like, hey, check out this sweet tech stuff's going on in the world. You're trying to get political again. <laughs> uh, PlayStation Store. If you like it, well, you might not like it anytime soon. It says Don't here, I know, PlayStation Store. It's going to basically get rid of your ability to rent movies. Sony announced Tuesday, which is today, that it is discontinuing the ability to rent and buy movies and TV shows from the PlayStation Store. The really? change will take effect on August 31st. Uh, according to Sony's blog post about the change, the largest driver behind its decision was that it incre- was the increased use the increased use of a subscription and ad-based streaming services, not just those that allow rentals. And the PlayStation Store has plenty of options there as well. So mm-hmm. uh, you're going to have to go into like your Netflix, HBO Max, Disney Plus. Yeah, Utah, that's how it's going to be. I would even venture and take a wild stab at the fact that Sony has got their hands in one of those. Yeah, um, probably so. Or, the, or they're or they're going to do one if that makes sense, right? Or like they're Disney. yeah, they're going to rent their space. They're going to say, "Hey, Something you're, on, like our, you're yeah. on our PlayStation, pay us rent." Yeah, so they, I mean, they probably already do that in it, to some extent, but yeah. you know, they're not they're not going to cancel movie rentals if it's going to hurt their budget. Right. You know what I mean? So they're so not the only- they're not stripping you of your apps. You're still going to have all your video apps yeah. and stuff that you purchase with, but they're not. Well, yeah, remember they pay for licensing. So if they're not renting enough. Uh, for the licensing they're paying for, then it's not worth it. So yeah, which when I think about it, I don't think I've really bought anything from PlayStation Store. I think I search something that says, "Hey, this is on Amazon Prime. You can rent it." Okay, I'll go there right. and rent it. Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. To be really honest with you, I had no idea you could rent movies on the PlayStation. Right and there, you go. <laughs> I was like, actually, this means nothing. Thanks, Clint. <laughs> You know, a couple of people that are listening were just thinking, like, what? No more Netflix or anything? You know, for a second. Well, you notice I realize. didn't reveal it till the end, though. I made sure yeah. 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 to get their heart rate up. And uh-huh. then, oh, it's going to be okay, guys. <laughs> yeah, that would be the dumbest move for anybody to make in the modern age. Uh, streaming, the online streaming service and subscriptions uh, are, like, some of the fastest growing industries right now. Oh, yeah. It's, all, it's almost like, it's kind of like the password thing with all your, everything you do. It's mm-hmm. getting it's getting kind of annoying at this point because I'm like, okay, uh, seven dollars here, ten dollars there. Okay, now you guys are starting to get me. <laughs> right. Also, you're paying eighty bucks and it's cable again. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's well, my, so true. My last bit of news tonight, guys. This one did surprise me. Uh, Fall Guys. Uh, Fall Guys developer Mediatonic mm-hmm. has been purchased by Epic Games. Wow. Really? Yep. The news broke today by Bloomberg's Jason Schreier. Hold on. The way you worded that makes it sound like the developer got purchased. Did the developer get purchased or did the game get purchased? Fall Guys got purchased. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Fall Guys, the developer, Mediatonic. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Yeah. So Fall Guys has gotten that. This was uh, shared by Bloomberg's Jason Schreier. Then followed up shortly after by an official Fall Guys Twitter account post and Epic Games themselves. 
Both companies promise that Fall Guys gameplay isn't changing, and Epic will continue to invest in making the game a great experience for players across platforms. Uh, the game will still be available on PC, PS4, PS5, and will still release on Nintendo Switch and Xbox Series oh, X soon. If Fall Guys already kind of follows that pattern that Epic has gotten really good at on some yeah. games, and that is to continually doing the seasons, updating new maps, new outfits, all that stuff. It's a kind of out of nowhere game, right? But they've mm-hmm. done an awesome job at saying, okay, we're going to capitalize on this popularity and continue to give the fans things to keep them hooked. Um, and so, yeah, I think that fits Epic for sure. Yeah. I just think it's, I think it's a good fit. They're like, I want that. That guy's just like money, man. Oh, yeah. love- Jeez. So Mediatonic Games Group uh, co-founder Paul Croft, who's the man making the money, says in quotes, beyond the shared vision among our teams, we uh, see tremendous potential in combining forces with Epic. Whether it's about making your our own games uh, the best they can be or empowering other game developers to take, uh, take their content from a kernel of an idea to a commercial success, we know that together we'll be able to reach greater heights. Oh, so they didn't just buy Fall Guys. They bought the, the company. They bought the company. They acquired, they acquired the developer. That's what okay. I was wondering. Okay. Yeah. I thought so it was just part, the game. They've taken on their employees and the project and everything. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Were, yeah. It sounds like they absorbed them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just misread that. I was thinking right. it was just Fall Guys. But you are right. Um, I've been all night. So you could. They said here that they also released, uh, Mediatonic released a blog post. Uh, basically for a question and answer uh, with players, but the URL is displaying a 503 error code um, as of the time that this article is written. So hopefully they get that fixed. It says here, Fall Guys will also remain on Steam, which is important to note since Rocket League was removed from it. There are also tons of features from Fortnite and Rocket League that the team wants to bring to Fall Guys, like account systems, cross-play, squad versus squad game modes, and more so yeah. says here stay tuned that'd be good fall guys we've talked about that before mm-hmm. you, know, you can't really go partner up that way you know what i mean uh and you end up on what different teams or whatever you know what i mean right it le- and it allows Fortnite. like of course they're going to bring in some fall guys mm-hmm. as dispenser dudes you know yep yep for sure little, little pill that'd be, dudes. That'd, that'd be fun yep so anyway there you go so they bought the whole shebang you know she what? Did. You know she what did. probably happened though. Paul Croft probably was sitting there thinking, "We're not a very big team. I'm not comfortable running this thing with all this money coming through. Mm-hmm. It'd be easier just to let these guys pay me off, and we'll just work mm-hmm. with them." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. As long as he has an, uh, an open-ended exit strategy, you know, because more often than not, in those scenarios, the guy who owned the small development company ends up kind of getting sidelined or doesn't enjoy working with the big team. That happens a yeah. lot. Uh, and sometimes, I think sometimes built into their contracts, they, they can leave and they yeah. don't lose all their money. You know that's, what I mean? That's what was that uh, happened to Mike Morheim. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I mean, they, they did a good job up to now for sure. I mean, I think they moved quickly with their seasons and things like that oh, for, yeah. that they had no clue was going to blow up like that. Yeah. And did it on their own at that time. So that's impressive. I mean, what's the two, We'll see two months from now what's happened with uh, Valheim. You know what right. I mean? And if they've done something, they're not going to have seasons, obviously. It's not that kind of game. But they could definitely have expansions. They could have new creatures, new bosses, new... 
Battle uh, Royale? Royale. Valheim yeah, Battle Royale? No, no, no. No. 200 Vikings placed on one giant island. Can you kill Thor? Pretty much. Hey, you just said that, and my mind said, Yes. What if you had a game that was like an open world battle game like that, right? But you're uh-huh. not battling each other. You're battling who can do better against a boss. Does that make sense? So you've got your squad. They got their squad. They got their squad. The game starts at the same time. You're not in the same world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you're fighting well, like this a boss. Thing. Yes. Yeah. Who, who can do, you know, take this boss out with their strategy the fastest team versus team versus team. That would be an interesting or or game. you just open up one big server with one giant boss, and it's like first team to kill him wins. But, yeah, but everybody's gonna be fighting at the same time. There is no because there is a game kind of like that where if, they drop two teams in. You've got to kill the the monster and take the. Well, that's that. That's easy. You just gotta unlock his dungeon, and then once you get inside there, it's instance. Boom! There you go. What do you mean? Once you get inside there, it's instant. What's that mean? Instance. Like on WoW. You go through a dungeon, boom, now you're on your own little server against that boss. Oh, yeah, okay. But you gotta work your way to him. Yeah. The rest of the time you're together. Yeah, Yeah, that would work just fine. Yeah. And there's PvP, so you can like kill each other, do battle at the entrance. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I don't know, I feel like they get a little too wild. Then like nobody can get through. They're just camping the... Just two hours of fighting right there, yeah. (laughs) It's like, all right, team, we're just going to run straight ahead. If one of you dies, just keep running into the into the <laughs> building. <laughs> we'll make it eventually. There would have to be multiple entrances then or something. Mm, yeah. Your mom would be multiple. Whoa. Whoa. Settle down. I didn't think about the statement that was said before I said that. Oh, right. so I in. Yeah, it went great. All right, here you go. Come on down to Reedy Farm. All games are free, half off, and 70% off the price of free. Games may include microtransactions, time gating, and in-game ads before, during, and after gameplay. No refunds will be permitted for child purchases. All right, Freebie Farms, you know where we bring it from the, uh, the Metacritic list. If you're listening, you can always go there and check it out afterward. It's going to be there. Um... I will be trying not to hit on the ones that are going to be over here the next days. Sometimes I suck at that, but tonight I'm going to succeed. Okay. So first on the list uh, is going to be the free for everyone section. What does that mean, Ryan? That means the one that you don't actually have to subscribe to. That's what we were talking about earlier. Free for everyone section is really the only section that's giving you true free games. Okay. Um, one of them that's free right now, which is a blast. It's a fun game. It's called Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. You've heard of it. Uh, it. Came out in 2016. It's got a Metacritic rating of 85. I don't even need to tell you about it. If you haven't played it and you like that style of game, then check it out. Faux show. Uh, it's a good one. Okay. That one's going to be on there to March 31st, starting March 1st. So this entire month. Um, that's on PS4. Not it says free to everyone, but it just means free without subscription. It doesn't mean free everywhere. Okay, next on the list here, I've got uh, Siberia Two. Have you guys heard of Siberia Two? 
I have okay. not. It's a little PC game, looks like. Yeah, I'm gonna pull it up. There's there's uh I guess there was a Siberia one, that's how sequels usually work. But it's an adventure three D fantasy third person game. Okay. It says embarking on a desperate search for Hans Vorlberg. Uh, Kate Walker crosses wow, that's funny. His name is Hans Vorlberg. Her name's Kate Walker. Uh it's a little <laughs> bit okay, but we'll go on. I digress. Uh crosses <laughs> Europe from west to east. Uh she has left behind all her worldly possessions with the express purpose of joining the heir of the Borelberg family on his journey. Together through mystical and enchanted lands, they will find their way to the mystical Siberia, land of the forgotten mammoths. Uh, okay. So this is a, you know, it's a adventure game. That's what it is. Yeah, they look like Vorlbergs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, it looks like a decent game. It's it's got a good rating. It's and I usually try to bring these not just when they have a good Metacritic rating. But when they actually have a good user score rating, it's got 220 people that have rated it users and it's at an 8.4. That's not a, an easy thing to get. So mm-hmm. let you know on that one. All right. Uh, next on the list, let me make sure where it's at. I think it was uh, the first one that's not on that list. That's not on the free for everyone. There are other free for everyone's, but they're about to be over here real quick or they didn't jump off the page to me. So you okay. got Ratchet and Clank and Siberia 2. Those are really the two that have enough info on them that they look good to me. Um, coming, and it'll be there for you guys now, if you're listening not live, as a game called War Game Red Dragon. That one's a free-for-everybody game. It comes March 4th through the 10th. It's not going to be there very long, and it's going to be in the Epic Game Store. You know how the Epic Game Store ones work. You click them. You don't have to download them now. Just click it so you have it in your library for free later. That's how we do with all those games if they look good. Mm-hmm. That one's rated 78, um, and it's got a user rating of 7.9. It's a strategy, real-time, historic tactics game. Not my cup of tea, but yes, a cup of tea that a lot of people like. So it's free. If you like those kind of games, grab it starting, uh, what, today's the second, mm-hmm. right? And so, so yes. grab, it, grab it on Friday when okay. you're listening. Um, Looks good. Humble, humble choice. Um, the question is, do they have anything worth mentioning? You it's know, like, they're so. Is there a choice? <laughs> yeah, is there a choice? My computer is doing something weird right now. I'm trying to get it to load up. Just a second. It's not loading up the. Uh, Ratings and stuff. Here we go. Okay. So on the humble choice, there's one that we've mentioned before. It's good all month this month. Just just became free today. Um, if you're listening live, it's Tuesday. If you're not, uh, it's control. We've talked about control a bunch mm-hmm. of times on here. I'm not going to go into details on it. All I'm going to tell you is it's a highly rated game. It's yeah, a good game. That's the one I said looked like Maggie, and then everybody just jumped on my you said it was you didn't say it looked like okay well it's just like yeah. i don't remember shooting my cousin and daisy things happen he yeah. adapted it he went from it was to you know sure let's resemble wait till this next scene then the next scene came up and it was like mm. uh... <laughs> so 
I mean, she yeah, does look not, like her, though. No, she, she does not. There's a resemblance there. I'm not giving it I, up. I get it. I get it. She's white in complexion and has brown hair. Wow. Yeah. No. Yeah. More than that. More than that. Cheekbones, nose. <laughs> okay. Uh, obviously, guys. Maggie. Most, most people don't recognize those kind of features unless it's somebody they're kind of attracted to. Yeah. So Clint is obviously attracted to Maggie. And that's why he knows this girl looks like Maggie. So that makes sense now. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Right, that's not a jab. That's a simple fact. Everybody knows it. It's kind of weird because my wife kind of resembles Maggie. Uh, we don't need to keep talking about all this stuff. Come on, guys. Let's move on down the road. <laughs> it's nothing wrong with being attracted to another man's wife. <laughs> you know, as long as it don't make any moves, really. That just means you did a good job, Hunter. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. It's like when you, uh, you, know, you look over at a neighbor's yard and you're like, oh, that's a good-looking yard. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like that. but. Oh. <laughs> I'd like to smell that oh, yard. Oh, my God. No, we need that. Yep, let's move on. Wrap that up. So I'm getting, it's getting weird. <laughs> okay. So the next one I've got here is Endless Space. Um, endless Space is, oh, hold on. Let me tell you, Control is on PC only, just so okay. you guys know. Endless Space is the same thing because it's for Humble. Okay. Uh, endless Space is number two, which is also a sequel. Okay, it's the sequel to, could you guys guess? Endless Space. I know, it's a hard one. Okay. Uh, this is a strategy, turn-based. Now, you guys are going to be mad at me for this. Well, you're not, Hunter, but Clint might be. I don't know what turn-based four times means. What does that mean? Does that mean you get four turns before the other person? Or I don't play games. It's or not my thing. Four times is good. I don't know. I don't know what that yeah, means either. Okay, you don't know either. All right. Forgive yeah. us, guys. Anyways, it's a it's a <laughs> endless space two is a turn based four times space strategy. Obviously that's important because they put it in here twice. That that will put you in the role of uh leader guiding his civilization in making its first steps into the cold depths of the interstellar space. Ooh, or, time is relative. All right, go ahead. And then, and then right after that, it says, your vision, their future. Oh. It's very, it's very intense. The old interstellar. Uh, because they'll die, obviously, yeah. if you don't have a good vision. You'll just kill everybody. Um, <laughs> so that one's on there, and it's free on the Humble Choice, and it actually looks pretty good. It's got a good rating. Uh, 80 on the Metacritic and 7.8 on user score. So, Want to play God in the space too? Exactly. So these guys, <laughs> these guys are uh, a little bit better than some of the ones we're normally getting on uh, Humble. I mean, sometimes it's hard to find one, and I've got a couple, so that's exciting. There's a couple other ones that are free on there if you're interested. One called Lovecraft's Untold Stories. We're not going to get into that one. It's rated 77. Um, Thrine Four: The Nightmare Prince. Okay. We've talked about that one before. Um, and then let's see here. Uh, okay. Yeah. We got werewolf, the apocalypse. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Werewolf, Ooh. the apocalypse is a role playing. <laughs> it's usually not good though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I know it's horrible. It's a, it's a uh, role playing action RPG game. And your mind might be saying, thanks for ruining my punchline, Clint. Dang. Okay. Your mind, <laughs> your mind might be saying, uh, what do you call it? Ooh, an action RPG that's about werewolves. Uh, and it's a 78 Metacritic score. 
But remember earlier I mentioned you can get a good Metacritic score. What's hard to get is a good user score. This mm-hmm. one is a prime example of that. It's a 4.4. Just so you know, anything below like 5.5 is complete dog turd. So 4.4 <laughs> is like you might have just, you know, scanned something with the 3D scanner and shot it onto the web and called it a game. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely got to be it's got to be bad because that's it's really low. I think the lowest I've ever seen on the user score for Metacritic is 3.8. So 4.4 is near the near the bottom of the barrel. Uh, you forgot about Warcraft 3 Reforged. Oh, yeah, that was Remember? a bad one. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. didn't even mention that this year at BlizzCon Online. It wasn't like, hey, we're going to fix it. Nothing. No, it was just like, you just sweep it under the rug. If you don't say it, people forget about it. It yep. was so bad. Yep, yep. Which sucks because I want to play it, but it's like I'm not going to buy it knowing that it's just trash. Mm-hmm. But they just but there is, there's another one on here, guys. So this will be number three, and there's going to be four for Humble. So if you're a Humble guy Ooh. and you've been listening to this podcast for over a year and you're waiting for the week or the month that actually gives you some kind of reason to feel okay that you've been paying for that, this is the month, okay? Uh, this one, and they're not huge games. They're just highly rated games, okay? Um, this one is called, I'm going to just, I think it's called Valfaris. It could be Valfaris. Who knows? You know, we do this all the time. Mm. Circle. It's it's Val something. Okay, got Valfaris. Him the, got them in the old Valfaris. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is an action uh, platformer 2D game. Okay, uh, set in a far corner of space. Valfaris is a heavy metal infused 2D action platformer, and the next game from the team behind Unity Awards finalist. Uh, slain back from hell, brutal combat, deadly enemies, stunning pixel art, savage soundtrack. Get ready for the galaxy of a new wormhole. Okay. Ooh, we're going into wormholes now. Yep. Ah, all about that space tonight. I like it. Relative time. Look, look at that. That's me. That's a Viking space Clint right there. I'm not gonna lie. I watched the video on this game. It, it looked pretty good. It's, it's some cool graphics. I mean, I like it does. It. Look, it looked. <laughs> it does look pretty sweet. I'm waiting on to actually get to like some gameplay though, rather than just holding a big freaking popsicle stick, <laughs> ready, ready to fight. Hold on, here we go. I think we're, I think we're moving in, guys. Nope, nope. It's just, hey, skip away to two thirds. Skip up to two thirds here. No, nope, it's done. They're just giving the, hey, buy our game thing. Oh, is that the game on the uh, Metacritic? Yeah. Site? Oh, yeah. I had to go to YouTube to find a video on it. Okay. Actually, playing. does it look it does, does it look good? It looks like like the kind of RC two D platformers that we we like sometimes. You know okay. what I mean? It's it's pretty good. It's, it's got it's definitely got good music, right? I mean, if you're a music guy, it's mm-hmm. kind of like if the Battle of the Rent was way hardcore. It's, okay. you know, so it's like we're it's going Jack Black with it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's that vibe for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. And so, yeah, it looks like it'd be fun, you know, to sit there and just kind of chill play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's one more, which I thought was a complete, you know, it might, I say copycat, you know, it's not really, games aren't copycats. They take something that's successful in a genre and they try to recreate it in another way to capitalize on it. That's what this game is. It looks fun. It looks like it's essentially the same idea, but different. Uh, and this one's called Moving Out. Okay, moving out. It's got a 7.4 Metacritic or 7.4 uh, user rating and a 79 Metascore. It, this is essentially, you know, the uh, overcooked mm-hmm. for moving. 
That's what it is. It looks pretty fun. Yeah, it's a co-op game. You work with your friends. It works with a little more physics than Overcooked does. Um, so it's a little more depth to the game, mm-hmm. I would say. But it's definitely, uh, you know, the same kind of chaotic, each level getting harder and more insane, working as a team to get moved kind of game. Okay. You can tell from this preview here, it's very reminiscent of uh, Overcooked. It's got a little Frogger aspect to it as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you get across the street? Okay. <laughs> That's funny. They pick up the little items and move them across. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so this is on the Humble Bundle. Yeah, this is on the Humble Bundle. I feel like the Humble uh, Bundle should like come with a toy. Or a Happy Meal. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That is, that is, hey guys, don't hate us because you paid for that. You know, it's not our fault. That's a good looking <laughs> so, game, though. Like, I'll buy that. Right, but I mean, you know, yeah, I'll buy that for free. <laughs> but in all reality, this is you guys' winning list, and I'm not being funny. I'm being funny. That's all. Yeah, yeah. You know, so just it is what it is. Man, it looks like me moving in real life. <laughs> Son of a. <laughs> So, all right, guys, oh, yeah. be careful of that. I'm not going to lie. That game looks fun. Yeah. Fact, yeah. It does I, think, fun. I think we would have a lot of fun streaming. Yeah. 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 We're going to look into that. For sure. I think, okay. sorry, I'm not interrupting, but I, no, you're I think sometimes we need to throw some of those games in that are super silly because we play a lot of serious stuff. I feel like mm-hmm. yeah. we, we, we still make it lighthearted because we joke and we have fun, but I, I think it'd be cool to. Play some goofy games like that. Right. I mean, we had we had it all figured out with Valheim. We're gonna role play that thing out. It's just uh, you know, it's still not goofy though. I mean, we yeah. get we get you know what I'm saying. Like this, this yeah. is a really like arcadey fun. Goofy yeah, game. yeah. Lighthearted. The game itself is lighthearted. Yeah, like golf with friends. Be exactly. Wow, I didn't suggest that, but you did, Clinton. So then we yeah. should play some golf with friends soon. It's a good lighthearted game. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I want to play with some people that suck. I play with with your friend Aaron, and then just get smashed, and then you smash me, and it's just like, okay, because it, it sucks to suck with Ryan because that's the normal. Wow. A, I mean, no offense to Ryan. It's just usually I'm back there, me and Ryan are sucking together. So I need like new people to suck with sometimes. Maybe you just play a game that you suck at a little bit. Okay, now listen, guys. If you guys listen to the podcast much, you know. You're, you've realized, or if you watch us play even, uh, you've realized that what happened was I had no computer, right? I had extreme lag, and it made me be horrible at any game, no matter what it was. Mm-hmm. Then I got a new computer that uh, somebody blessed the game with, and all of a sudden, I was better than Clint on Warzone, which oh. just got under his skin, <laughs> drove him crazy. He, he he almost like started thinking about how to upgrade his computer. It must be his frame rates. It can't be that Ryan's actually better than me at something. He literally fell apart. Like it was a mental breakdown. We had to quit playing the game. Uh, I but, that but he, I remember that when you got your computer the first week we played, I was like, dude, Ryan's pretty raw at this. Yeah, and I wasn't good, but I wasn't that bottom guy trailing slightly behind Clint like he's talking about right now. And on a lot of games, I've stepped up a lot. <laughs> the problem is Clint likes to to know hey as long as i'm not down there all the way with ryan it's We're okay doing something right right but now that i have a better computer he's got a little bit of a bar to fight for and it drives him crazy <laughs> that's great now, now i'm not gonna lie he didn't get his head out of his butt in this last round that we started playing some Warzone, he picked it back up he, because he's really not that bad 
But when he started stressing, because <laughs> yeah. he saw, it's, hey, he fell apart. You know, all, all, all I know is I, I I can build a hell of a fence. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. Okay, uh, guys, PlayStation Now. That's what's next. Mm-hmm. I don't have. I don't think I have really any of these. I'm going to dive deep into. I'm going to double check, but there are some good ones. Um, Ace Combat Seven is on there till May 31st. That's a that's a good game. It's highly rated. Um, Infamous Second Son. Wait, We've talked this, about that game before. So, sorry, what's this on? Now, this is PlayStation Now. This is PlayStation, PlayStation Now. now. Yeah. Okay. Um, Super Hot Mind Control Delete. That one I'm going to mention. We're going to jump into it just a little bit. It's got a pretty low rating, 6.5 for the user score. Um, but it's an action shooter, first-person tactical game. Uh, it says, one of us, one of us, which is very significant to me and Clint. Oh, what? Wait, what? And, yeah. Yeah, see? 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 That's the only reason I brought this one up. Oh. It doesn't even. It doesn't even necessarily pertain to this game but it is weird that they put it there in the beginning i feel like it's a some it's, kind of a homage it's politically incorrect to say the name these days guys but it's from the movies yeah. uh, the movie freaks freaks yeah. yeah yeah basically it was it was all your circus guys that have deformities and this and that and birth defects and uh they had this weird little chant when they were trying to get one of the guys to to realize he's part of the circus deal and they were saying one of us. And it's even creepier because, you know, there's people with deformities and stuff. Nowadays, yeah. you go, that, that's not right. But back then, they used it, you know. Well, and that's how they made a living. Yeah, that's like, right. Well, you yeah. can't work in the regular workforce to join the circus. Yep, yep. Uh, so it says, still outnumbered, still outgunned. Enemies swirl around you in a storm of slow motion violence. Uh, battle after battle. Each fallen foe pushes you closer. Uh, each fallen foe pushes you closer to the secrets hiding in the game, and each secret gives you more powers to fight the system uh, unending opposition. The game, it sounds like a decent proposition. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, layout to the game. It's just got a really bad rating. So it's they probably didn't execute it very well. It's a decent idea. They didn't execute it. But the one of us got them on the list. And if you guys are our age and you watch some weird older movies when you were kids, then you watched one of the one of us, the freaks. You know what I mean? You remember that. You're not going to forget that. Yeah. That's one of those scenes that you're not forgetting. It's burned in there. And so uh, I just wanted to give a little tribute to that. I love okay? it. I love it. Now I wish uh, I had a clip of that guy, the little. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? For, uh, Hans. Hey. Hans. This is too old for me. So I don't, I've never seen it. We need to have a That's night too where old we just for watch us it. Too. We're just into weird movies a little bit, like older horror movies and stuff like that. Because it's it's it might even be black and white, right? It is, yeah, it's black and white. Yeah, it's old. It's, it was it, before, uh, it was originally released in theaters and black back in the black and white days. I forget what year it mm-hmm. was. It was so bad that they had to ban it because people couldn't. You know, back then it was like whoa, you know. And yeah. so then they re-released it in the seventies, I believe. Mm-hmm. As like it's the movie that got banned and no one could right. you know and so it kind of made its resurgence. It, it, yeah, it picked up some traction. Definitely uh-huh. got a little bit of recognition. Basically, yeah. after all the 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 members of the movie died, they're like, all right, let's go ahead and release <laughs> this thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's make some money. Uh, all right, so you've got uh, another one, City Skyline, uh, World War Z, is mm-hmm. on there. Um, the Evil Within. These are all games we know, guys. Lego Worlds, uh, The Crew 2, Frostpunk, we talked about last time. Um, Wreckfest, we talked about last time. So, really, PlayStation Plus, 
or PlayStation Now. Uh, it's got some decent games on there, but nothing really new to the list. Mm-hmm. So we're going to breeze past that and jump into PlayStation Plus, um, which is one of their weakest in a while. You think so? Uh, PlayStation Plus? Yeah. Yeah. Are you seeing a different list than I am? I don't know. Tell me what it is, and I'll... I'll... Okay, it's got Final it Fantasy... It depends on what you like, right? Yeah, it's got Final Fantasy VII, but but Final Fantasy VII... Uh, oh, it's the remake. I thought it was the old one. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is the Final remake. Fantasy VII has been free on a bunch of things over the last few months. That's why I said that one was weak. Oh, okay, I know gotcha. people are definitely excited about that remake, mm-hmm. and so that is a pretty big game. So I was wrong on that. Uh, this is the remake. It's free on PlayStation 4 through April 5th. Um, so I guess then, it's like mainly just a fighting game these days. It's not like, remember when it was all turn-based? So yeah, it's like straight up just fight the fight the enemies. Yeah, and I can get into that. It's not, yeah, I don't like turn-based, but I've seen the gameplay of the new one, and I was like, oh, I might try that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Final Fantasy, maybe I'm crazy. I thought Final Fantasy VII had a whole storyline to it. Yeah, we did a whole we did a whole talk about it. Yeah, I think that's just video of him fighting bosses. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Because you know, um, you put him in the little world and you fight him. Right, right, I'm, right. I'm, I remember playing it back when it was like, all right, I hit him. Now he's going to come out and hit yeah, me. Yeah. And was no, like, it's oh, not like on. that. It's, it's fluid fighting now, yeah. Um, yeah, and then you've got a couple games I don't care about. And then you've got Remnant from the Ashes. That's it. That's the whole, that's everything for PlayStation Plus. What about Fire so even though That's a VR game. What is free? Far point? Far yeah, okay, far point's free. Uh I don't know what that game is, so let's jump into it. Clint mentioned okay. it. Um it's a seventy one it's a seventy one meta score. That's why I didn't see it. Usually if it's not not over seventy five, I don't click on it. It's seventy one uh-huh. meta score, but it does have a good user rating. So Clint's right. Good good catch there. But it is a, VR though, so yeah, that's fine. People like free VR games, especially I'm, if they're decent games. I'm gonna have this to is download good. it so we can try to play it. So, yeah, this has got 244 ratings and it's at 8.1. That's really good for a user score. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely not one I should have skipped over. It's an action shooter, first person arcade. Okay. Uh, PlayStation VR exclusive. Farpoint is an unnerving space, unnerving, unnerving space adventure set on hostile alien world. Uh, after crash landing, you must fight to survive as you explore and under and uncover the planet's secrets. Uh, your only hope of escape is to constantly keep moving and discover the fate of your team. Hmm. Okay. All right. So what do we got here? Cool. They're not really showing me much. I'm seeing some helicopters. Seeing a little, little dude that looks like he could be. A, oh, there we go. Now, see, that's what I need right there. Yeah, now that would be a little more intense in VR. Yeah, the graphics look pretty good, too. Mikhail would run out of the room, dude. I haven't even heard of this game. Four point. I wonder if it's pretty short or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, it must be. Probably is since it's VR, probably like a six-hour game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you do have uh, a couple games on there for PS5. Maquette. Quit. Yeah, let's click on it just because Clint just did me in. Uh, there's no user rating on it yet. It's a 74, it's a and it's a puzzle game, game. Mm-hmm. Okay. which I'm into puzzle games sometimes, depending on the kind of puzzle game it is. And then you've got Destruction All-Stars. <coughs> it's a 63, and that's why I didn't click on it. It's 5.3 user score. We're not going to talk about it. It's still over. Okay. You're done for the 4K. Right. No more talking about uh, it. 
no, uh, more, no more interrupting you. <laughs> Odd World is on its way. No, that was a good interruption. Your first one. Odd World is is on its way, April sixth. So it'll get mentioned next month. Um, and that's going to be on PS five. That's Odd World. Odd World. Uh, Soul Storm, which is the new one. It's so it'll be coming out this next month. And then we've got Prime, um, Twitch Prime, whatever you want to call it, PC. My computer's doing the same thing again. That's really weird. I think it's their website, honestly. Yours does it too? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, it just doesn't load properly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you got Blasphemous. It's a 77. And Bomber Crew. It's a 75. And then just drift all the way through there, and, and I'm, that's it for me. Yeah, there's, there's not much there from what I see. Yeah, there's nothing that jumps out on on Prime Gaming, uh, which is not abnormal, right? They're they're just they're the only one that's ever really below consistently uh, Hubble Bundle. You know, it's yeah. just the way that you, you're pretty much getting it for free because everybody's paying Amazon Prime. It's not a gaming thing, and then you get that for free. So right, gotcha. um, Stadia, you get uh, this is a new game. I say it's a new game. It's a new game for Stadia. Seventy nine rating, Avasi. And Vector, am I saying it right? I don't know, but we're going to talk about it. Um, this is a action rhythm music game. Okay. Okay. Uh, soar through vocal melodies, sweep each fade, and attack every beat in 25 of AV, Avasi's, whatever, biggest hits. Okay. Seems like I should know what that is. It's fine. I don't know. Okay. In this, uh, Enthralling futuristic rhythm action experience, Avasi. It's got a 7.8 on the user score. I don't understand the concept of the game. I didn't watch a video on that game. Sounds just like it's probably that, like Beat Saber and all that other kind of stuff. It's something music related. Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't say that it's VR, so it must be something like that that's still just on button mashing, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. But it's got a decent rating, so maybe it's just really good music and people enjoy that, you know, playing it that way. Um, and then uh, Reigns is on there. That's a 77. And outside of that, of course, it's got the other stuff that's been new. These are just the new or free. This is just the new free games or new games in your subscription uh, for Stadia. And this month is pretty weak. There's not yep. much on there. So that's what you got. You got those two games. You got some other ones, but those are the two that probably matter. Um, okay. There is a new game coming called Pixel Junk Raiders. Um it's a action game. I think it's a platform style game, but there's no reviews or ratings on it yet. So that's the only reason I didn't bring it up. Gotcha. Okay. So next we got Xbox games with gold. And just so you know, I think that you're going to just continue to see games with gold fade. And I've been expecting that because game pass has been just gaining so much steam that it's like, Games with Gold almost doesn't exist, right? Because a lot of people are buying uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. It comes with your gold subscription, and it's almost like it's being gotten rid of in a way. Mm-hmm. So uh, you've got Metal Slug 3 on Xbox 360. I always think it's cool that they're still supporting, you know, some stuff back on the 360 still. Um, and then you've got, uh, let's see, what was the other one? Uh, it's called... Warface. Uh, no, Warface, isn't that the one I just talked about before or no? No, Warface had a 66 rating. 
I skimmed past it. It's 7.7 on the user rating. I'll go ahead and hit it. It's uh, That's a action shooter first-person game. It says, become the ultimate uh, mercenary of tomorrow in Warface Breakout, a tactical online first-person shooter or tight gun play and strategy team cooperation to find the high-stakes PvP experience. Um, I have seen decent reviews on this. It's very mixed. Some people just think it's trash, and then some people think that, you know, it's a pretty good game. It's probably worth checking out for free, I think. It's probably in that, that level like, of the game. looks like it plays a little bit more like Valorant. Yeah, yeah, the, the art style looks like Valorant, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the other one that I was going to bring up, it didn't have a rating, but it looked interesting. It was called, yeah, here it is, uh, Vicious Attacks, Llama Apocalypse. I got to be saying that wrong, right? L-L-A-M-A, Llama Apocalypse. I think that maybe it's right. And maybe it's actual llamas, but uh, Vala is what they call it, right? It's an action shooter, shoot them up, uh, top down, kind of just, you know, rip and roar, tear through kind of game, right? Those kind of games are fun sometimes. They're kind of just time killers, blah, blah, blah. But it looks pretty good. Uh, the art looks good on it. It's a fantastic top-down shooter where you uh, remotely pilot an endless supply of mechs from your ocean carrier offshore of the apocalypse, fighting through the llama hordes to take down the llama nasty. Hmm. Llama nasty, maybe? Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like the Illuminati? No, yeah. right. It is Illuminati. Yeah. There's no rating. You know what I mean? So there's no way yeah. to know what it is right now. But uh, I thought that was an interesting game. So it's worth mentioning. Okay. Xbox Game Pass. Dirt 5. We know what that is. Good game. It's free on Game Pass or included. Uh, Elite uh, Dangerous. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys know what that is. It's a simulation game. It's got a decent rating. It is a space civilization simulation game. It's on there. If you're into those kind of games, check it out. Uh, Super Hot, we already talked about that one. Um, Wreckfest, we've talked about that, but it's on there. Final Fantasy um, Twelve. <laughs> The Kodiak Age, Final Fantasy. Oh, it's just the same one. It's saying it's on Xbox One and PC. Jurassic World Evolution. We've talked about that previously, but it's still on there. Um, Stealth Incorporated, a game of clones. This is one that I thought was a little bit interesting. Okay. It's got a pretty low user score rating. It's an action platform 2D. Uh, and Stealth Incorporated 2. You play the role of a clone escaping a sinister and high-tech testing facility. Stealth Incorporated 2 tests both your brain and your reflexes over 60 varied levels linking together in a sprawling overworld. Death is never more than a few moments away, mm -hmm. uh, but, <clears throat> but one of the few ad advantages... Whoa. Advantages. Advantages. One of the few advantages of being a clone is that death isn't really that permanent. Um, sound like a, one of those games that got an interesting enough twist or storyline that it was worth mentioning to you, even mm -hmm. though the rating was super high. Let me see. 
I'm going to do the same. We don't have anything when I go back and forth on there. Sorry, guys. Thank you, Metacritic. We're over here giving you guys all kinds of attention. You do us like this. <laughs> uh, you dirty dogs. Yeah, Ghost you of Tau. Cockroaches. Ghost of Tau, or Tail, Ghost of Tail. That's on PC. Uh, Project Winter is another one. It doesn't have a user score, but I wanted to mention on here. It's an action-adventure survival game. Okay? Uh, the art on it looks really cool. I like it. Uh, communication. Let's see here. Summary says, uh, betray your friends in this eight-person multiplier multiplayer focused on social deception and survival. You know, that already sounds fun. I like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, communication and teamwork is essential to the survivor's ultimate goal of escape. Gather resources, repair structures, and brave the wilderness together. Just beware that there are traitors within the group working to sabotage your choices and getting out alive by any means necessary. When I read this game, um, I automatically thought of the game me and Clint play that's a tabletop game. Um, what's the name of that one? It's something Winter 2, Dead of Winter. Dead right? of winter. Isn't that the name mm-hmm. of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that this is that game. You know what I mean? It's not not, not that that's the only game made that way. But there's, but this, yeah. You get you got a saboteur or more more than one. You play with a group of friends, right, in a multiplayer setting, and you're making choices to to move you through a storyline and escape. You're probably going to have rations, food, different things like that. That's what Dead of Winter is. It's a really fun zombie tabletop game. Um, and this essentially, to me, looked like a digital version of that. It didn't mention zombies, but I think it's very much alike. Um, Among Us, It'd be like Among yeah. Us. Well, kind of, but Among Us is more like played out, right? To where this is like you're making choices, right? To sabotage the team. To where Among Us, you're just trying to kill people. And I guess you still do things to sabotage the team. But I think this is more of like a round by round. Like a table. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. At least by that was my guess when I read it. Maybe because my mind was on Dead of Winter so much and it didn't read that way to you. Mm. Could be. That's all the details it had on there, though. Okay. Um, and to be honest with you, that's the end of the list. And, and I would say that's even one of the weaker Game Pass lists. And that might be because some of those games are games we've already mentioned. So I didn't dive into deep on them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually it seems like Game Pass has three or four games that I are like, boom, those are big games. That's exciting. Let's talk about those uh, to where this time it didn't. I mean, it's got games like Wreckfest, Dirt 5 that are big games. Right. Um, but nothing that seemed to jump out to me that I was like surprised that it's in the list. But yeah. um, <clears throat> so overall, out of everything there, I think you're the only list that surprised me as being a little better than usual was the humble choice, which, like I said, is probably the first time I've ever said that. Yeah. So and it wasn't like they were big world rockers, but they were big for humble. They have more the, interesting games. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that's well, your that's your free job. slash paid for games uh, for the for the month. Okay, well we can take that for the month of March. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of interested in some of those. Will I have time to uh, you know actually no, you play? No, no. Because if you have time, you're gonna play Valheim. Mm-hmm. We'll be building my fences. Mm-hmm. One post at a time. Mm-hmm. Man, Valheim. Cool mm-hmm. story, bro. Yeah, well, guys, we appreciate what What were we gonna say about Hunter. I was gonna say he caught on. 
Chick Clan a minute, but Hunter knew what was going on there. Nah, I don't need to catch on. Just, a, just or uh, Brazzy and Reckless did it to me the other day. Oh, okay. Did it? He was like trying to talk to him about something. They're like, "Cool, man, cool." Uh huh. And then the other one was like, "Yeah, cool, cool, cool." And he kept talking a little bit, and then be like, "That's cool, bro. That's cool." Yeah, he doesn't even get it for a while. Yeah, keeps drifting. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, you know why, just so you guys know who don't know Clint personally here on the show, the reason why is because Clint does that to you all the time. Like if Clint's <laughs> intense into a game or something like that, he is completely not listening. You might be talking for 30, 45 minutes and you don't know he wasn't listening until it's like this thing that you talked about three, four times, 30 minutes ago. That was so clear what you said to him. <laughs> and tell and your character and tell your character on Daisy had died and you said, pick up that bag. And he even acknowledged it and said, yes, I will. And you get back and the said bag was not picked up. Yeah, and it's disappeared yeah. and gone. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. But but it just happens all the time. Clint gets into things and he's the best at the fake. Uh-huh. He's real good at it. And you really think he's listening. You don't know. You won't know till later and everything's ruined. Right here. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, uh-huh. Back to uh, we appreciate you guys listening in. And yeah. we, we hope that you don't give us a fake uh-huh when you listen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if you guys would like to uh, send us some support, you can check us out over on our Patreon. Larry's Dad's Game. You just search it up. You'll find it. Big deal is get the word out. Share. Poke. Like. You know, subscribe. All, like. Subscribe. Smash everything. You know. Mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be, a, be a DDG dad and get the word out there. Mm-hmm. And with that He's said, boys, cool, bro. stay delirious. Stay daddy. Stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.